You're listening to Comedy Central. This week on Tuning Out the News, conservative hot take host Tyler Templeton delivers his full report from CPAC, where the top conservative minds debate the best place to drop a hot one in Nancy Pelosi's office. Then, the liberal virtue signal grills comedian Adam Pally for his lame excuse that he didn't appear in the movie Women Talking because he wasn't offered a role. But first, we cover whether Donald Trump's indictment will reduce his lead in the Republican primary from insurmountable to merely unconquerable. It's Thursday, March 23rd. Welcome to Tuning Out the News, the podcast. Up first, big news. Good evening, I'm James Smartwood, and congratulations to Rupert Murdoch for finding the special someone he wants to spend every one of his remaining day with. Top story tonight, the world stands with rapt attention as we bear witness to an historic first. A rich, powerful person might possibly be getting in a little trouble. While prison staffs across the nation are preparing for an influx of upset and confused Mar-a-Lago bedbugs, President Trump is yelling into the void that is Truth Social. These four horrible, radical left Democrat investigations of your all-time favorite president, me, is just a continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt in the history of our country. But they're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way. Trump there calling on his followers to lay down their lives for the sacred cause of him not having to pay a small fine. Meanwhile, Trump's allies on Fox News are rushing to his defense, saying our overachieving obsessed society must stop demanding perfection for porn star hush payments. A New York activist DA goes after Trump for uh, essentially what is, you know, uh, a nuisance payment. A bookkeeping charge. Bookkeeping error. It has so clearly been weaponized to target a single individual. That's right. Democratic district attorneys are way too uptight about crime. They need to chill out and relax unless we're talking about poor people, in which case it's Judgment Day. Democrats continue to demonstrate they're soft on crime. Crime is out of control. Progressive district attorneys and their soft on crime policies. Soft on crime policies. Soft on crime. Soft on crime. Soft on crime. Soft on crime. DAs in Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, all have been accused of being soft on crime. Of course, Fox News believes New York is soft on crime. Just look at how many sex criminals have evaded justice within their own building. Joining me now is Democratic strategist briefly pausing from designing a Lauren Sanchez for president poster, Lydia Parker. Good evening. Chief Washington Bureau Chief, who recently told a first date that his therapeutic shoe inserts were on back order, Jonathan Keene. Hello. Chief Field Correspondent, who's still a little shaken up from grabbing the wrong mom's hand at Chuck E. Cheese, James Smartwood Jr. Hey, Dad. And host of MSNBC's Way Too Early and Politico White House Bureau Chief, Jonathan Lemire. Thank you for staying up past 6 a.m. to be with us, Jonathan. I'm exhausted. Absolutely, I get it. Now, Jonathan, explain how the Manhattan District Attorney can be both an overreaching authoritarian intent on prosecuting petty crimes and a do-nothing bum who refuses to prosecute petty crimes. Yeah, the Republican talking points are not always coherent on Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. And of course, he's the subject of their ire because he is the prosecutor who is bringing charges against Donald Trump. Uh, This is a first. We have never had a president either while in office or after office, be charged with a crime, be the center of so many criminal investigations. And there are, of course, political ramifications to this as well, since Donald Trump 
already president once, has declared his candidacy again. Mm -hmm. Many people think that at least in the Republican primary, his poll numbers are only going to go up after a potential indictment. You know, charging Trump will just help him politically. Instead, Democrats should give him a pass and watch as he crumbles under the weight of his legendary guilt complex. Also, if you charge him, how will the three Fox and Friends hosts squeeze into the little booth when they do the show just for him? The real question is, will Donald... The real question is, will Don Jr. relent to his father's pleas to wear his face and go to jail for him? It's a good question. Now, in response to the looming indictment, President Trump's leading Republican rival, Ron DeSantis, took a break from demanding to examine Goofy's genitals to say this. The Manhattan district attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. If you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about po- porn star hush money payments. You know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. It is truly inspiring to see two bitter rivals finally come together and agree that the Jews are behind this. Jonathan, will DeSantis' statement appease Trump enough for him to hold off a couple more days before posting a Photoshop photo of DeSantis snorting Adderall in a party scene from Euphoria? No, not at all. In fact, Donald Trump has only ramped up his attacks on Governor DeSantis, uh, a.k.a. Meatball Ron or Ron DeSanctimonious, whatever nickname Trump favors at bad. that moment. Uh, DeSantis, though, s- striking. The two of them are, of course, the two favorites uh, to be the Republican nominee for president next year. They have engaged war of words, though mm-hmm. largely one-sided. Trump attacking DeSantis. DeSantis, not yet a declared candidate, mostly ignoring Trump. But he also was able to get a cheap shot in there, too, though he trolled in anti-Semitic uh, rhetoric there with George Soros. He also said, well, I don't know much about paying off porn stars hush money, which, of course, was a direct slight at Trump. DeSantis has a lot of credibility on not politicizing his office. There's a bipartisan consensus that no child should read To Kill a Mockingbird. And I am very impressed with George Soros's master plan to take down Trump through a series of insignificant steps stretched out over an interminable amount of time. Hold on a second here now. Hold on, Junior, I understand you have breaking news. That's right, Dad. As you know, this marks the first time a former president has been indicted, and the former presidents are panicked. But, Junior, no former president has done anything remotely like Donald Trump here. Yes, they've done far worse. Let's go live to George W. Bush, who is speeding toward the southern border, panicked that he will be held accountable for the hundreds of thousands of innocent Iraqi citizens that were killed. Wow, look at that. Truly a harrowing time for the powerful. Thank you so much for that update. Hold on, President Obama is also making a run for it, concerned he'll be charged for the errant drone strikes. Oh my god, that cannot be good for his film slate. And now we're getting word that Jimmy Carter, out of an abundance of caution, has commandeered a commercial airliner headed for South America. You don't build that many houses unless you need places to lay low. Jonathan, you're at the White House right now. Is there any helicopters hovering over the residence, ladder dangling just above a panic Joe and Jill? To this point, no, President Biden. Uh, and the First Lady are inside the building. No sign of an escape to Wilmington, Delaware, or beyond. You know, Biden should be concerned, though. It can't possibly be legal to imprison a generation for carrying weed. Hold on. I'm hearing Ronald Reagan Jr. is getting his father's corpse into international waters before it's arrested for ignoring the AIDS crisis. Look at that. And, of course, I think we all saw this coming. There's Bill Clinton, highly agitated about his numerous unspeakable crimes, fleeing on foot. Mm, He's clearly been training for this. Odd transportation. 
rotation choice as he has 24/7 access to the Epstein jet. Yeah, you can't run to you can't run to Little St. James. Oh, I'm sure Slick Willie can talk a dolphin into giving him a ride, but let's wrap it there. Up next on Tuning Out the News, the podcast. Hot Take host Tyler Templeton gets up close and personal with some of his GOP heroes in a special report from on the ground at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. But first, a word from our sponsor. Ozempic, ask your doctor if losing half your body weight is right for you. Welcome back. This week on Tuning Out the News... Host Tyler Templeton and his trusty assistant, Mark, presented their full report from CPAC 2023, where they had the rare opportunity to exchange words with some of the right's biggest and most delusional stars. Hey, it's host with the exact resting heart rate and temperature of a desert lizard, Tyler Templeton. Tonight, my full report from CPAC 2023. This is Hot Take. What's up, keepers of the cavities? If conservatism is a religion, and it is, then the Holy Land is the Conservative Political Action Conference. I had always dreamed of making that pilgrimage, and finally, that dream came true. Here now is my report from CPAC. I'm Tyler Templeton, host of the hit conservative talk show Hot Take, and I am in National Harbor, Maryland at the Conservative Political Action Conference, the largest gathering of conservatives in the world. It's Christmas Day for people disinvited from Christmas. All the COVID variants are here. Here, the Republican Party is at a crossroads. Who will the party anoint its leader? The barrel-chested, anti-immigrant, anti-trans Florida native, or the barrel-chested, anti-immigrant, anti-trans Florida native? Will the Republican Party finally come up with concrete solutions to encasing Mike Pence in concrete? And who in God's name is Nikki Haley? I'm joined by my trusty assistant, Mark, who met all the job requirements of having a driver's license and being able to provide his own suit. Let's go inside. The biggest names in Dominion lawsuit defendants were there, and I asked them the important questions. Oh, it's Mike Lindell. Hey, Mike, Mr. Lindell, Mr. Lindell, you might owe Dominion a lot of money. Have you thought of releasing a new pillow specially made to smother judges? Are you funny or what? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Who are you with? Mark? You're you're disgusting. Disgusting good or disgusting bad? Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene! I just want you to know your behavior at the State of the Union inspired me to heckle my brother-in-law's funeral. Wow, it's CPAC Chairman Matt Schlapp, the man of the hour. And that hour is grope o'clock. There it is, the star of CPAC, Matt Schlapp's groping hand. It's even more beautiful than the deposition described. Oh my God, look at that, it's Steve Bannon. His plan of world domination is going perfect. First, he worked in the White House, and now he's interviewing this guy. Oh my God, it is former Trump advisor Sebastian Gorka. Love the used tissue pocket square. Mr. Gorka, do you have first-hand knowledge of the dangers of immigration after your pubic region migrated to your face? My God, Matt Gates is here. Well, I guess they're carding because he didn't bring a date. Matt, 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 you dropped your promposal sign. Kimmy seems really special. I had had enough mingling with the conservative stars. It was time to meet with the regular folk. They drive insane so they can become stars. What organization are you here with? I'm a retired principal. I'm just here by myself. They're flooding the libraries with woke books, and we've got a few of them here with us. Have you seen Where's Waldo's Estrogen Patch? I don't know. That's like, that wasn't, they didn't have those type of books when I was a kid. 
I wouldn't allow that type of book, no. We've got the Berenstain Bears welcome a third into their polycule. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is all this wokeness. It's trying to uh, get all this acceptable, like normal. So then we've got a couple more books that are more conservative approved. Both sides of the diary of Anne Frank. Would you put this in the schools? I don't know, I'd have to read it because because you could take both sides as it could be something sexual. What does both mean to you? I, I don't know, bi. And who are you voting for in the straw poll? Uh, I would like the Nikki Haley's my first choice. People are going crazy for Nikki Haley. I barely could get out of my room today. Disney has obviously gotten out of control with wokeism. Have you seen some of these reboots they're putting out? Hispanic Hercules? <laughs> James and the giant Black Lives Matter rally. Okay. Gay Aladdin. <laughs> gay Bambi. Wow. Ratatouille is gay. <laughs> An American Tale, Fievel does poppers with Alan Cumming. Uh, personally, yes, I am not gonna see those, I can just tell you. After begging Ben Carson to cut out the part of my brain that's excited to see Gay Bambi, I was ready to attend some of CPAC's amazing seminars. Asking a woman out repeatedly, the do's and do's. Eight-hour tantric school board meltdown workshop, and of course, fair and sperm, 450 sperm. Now, no conservative event is complete unless people are upcharging the desperate for needless crap. You're just the guy I need to talk to. I've got some patriotic products to sell. Now, obviously, liberals want every American to change genders, but they can't do that if you're wearing this pants fly alarm. There you go. Holy cow. And if you don't want to spend a bundle for the alarm, we also just sell the sign and your general obsessed liberal neighbors won't know the difference. Would you sell this? Any girl that knows me says they know that that's not going to be secured on me because no sign's going to control Big Willie. I really enjoyed listening to you say that. Wow. Moving on. We all know CPAC Chairman Matt Schlapp is being accused of groping a Herschel Walker staffer. And if you're like me, you're bummed you missed out on the experience. That's why I've developed a state-of-the-art virtual reality simulation where you can watch a leather couch-hued man with horse teeth take two sips of Tito's and dive palm-first into your junk. That's that where that would be a big seller. Before I called it a night, I had to stare up at the stars and wonder if there was a little Tyler up there also being yelled at by Mike Lindell. I decided right then and there, I wouldn't sweat the small stuff, and off to my hotel room I went. Mark! It happened again! Of course they gave me an all-gender bathroom. Grab the sign! Good, good, that'll keep out the weirdos when I'm taking a dump standing up. Oh, That is ugly! Get this tacky artwork out of here! Good, good. Little small, but I can always press my eyeballs against it so it's an IMAX. What the hell is this? My TV should only say things that I was about to say. MSNBC is 37, so melt the three and the seven off of there. Don't touch the two and six. That channel had funny videos. Did you check under there for the squad? I could have sworn I heard someone talking up euphoria to some toddlers. I've taken my gorilla knockout pills, got my breakfast ready for when I wake up. Nice room temperature. Great job, Mark. You're good for the day. Just sit right there and make sure no tarantulas walk across my face. And if you fall asleep for one second, you are fired. Good night.
Finally, the day had arrived. The day I would be in the same COVID hotspot as Donald Trump and the son who bears his name until Trump changes his name to Stevie just so the comparisons stop. Oh my God, oh my God, it's her. It's her, Kimberly. Kimberly Guilfoyle, I love you and Don Jr. You're like Jackie and John F. Kennedy if his head exploded with cocaine. There's Don Jr., rarely seen not suckling on his mommy wife's teeth. His speech is coming up. He looks low energy. He needs his special medicine. You got this, Mark. I'll be right here, cheering you on. Maybe hit up the spa. And don't spill any. Don Jr. has the tolerance of a horse with a coke habit. Mark, no! You spent 20,000 of your dollars on that. Mark, do you know why I sat you down? You spilled Don Jr.'s cocaine all over yourself, you didn't sell one ADT sign, and you had the chance to kiss Marjorie Taylor Greene and you didn't. You're fired. Oh, I was worried you'd get emotional, but I'll rehire you on an at-will, second-by-second basis, fireable for any reason, even if it's discriminatory, if you complete this mission. When Donald Trump arrives, fans will tear his suit to shreds and he'll need a new one. With the help of a parachute seamstress, I created the perfect suit, but it's too heavy for any hanger found on Earth. So, I need you to wear it and deliver it to him. But I must warn you, the weight is equivalent to the gravitational pull on Jupiter. Keep moving! Stopping means full cellular collapse. Are you ready? Yes, Mark! Go! He's doing it! He's locked in! He's the chosen one! Oh, crap! Secret Service got Mark! My poor sweet Mark! What? What do I do? Arrest that man! My God, he's doing something so weird, right? Godspeed, Mark! Oh, mini hot dogs! Hell yeah! That's a wrap on CPAC 2023. I made a lot of friends, I caught a lot of COVID, and unfortunately, Mark is now fully addicted to cocaine. Mark, as a thank you, I'm gonna let you keep the suit. And I don't wanna hear that it's too generous. And Godspeed on your walk home to New York. Hurry up! You gotta be at work in like two hours. Fly like a flying squirrel! Thank you so much, and please get in touch if you have any leads on Mark's whereabouts. When Tuning Out the News returns, the liberal panelists of Virtue Signal are joined by comedian Adam Pally to pat themselves on the back for their role in the inevitable arrest of Donald Trump. That's ahead. IHOP. Everything in here is sticky, and that is how we like it. This week on Tuning Out the News. Host Kylie Weaver and the liberal panelists of Virtue Signal were joined by comedian Adam Pally to celebrate the long-awaited arrest of Donald Trump and wave goodbye to the golden age of comedy he gave us. Tonight, we did it, Joe. Trump is being indicted, and there's no way he survives a light fine and being elevated to martyr status. This is Virtue Signal. And yes, I picked everything everywhere all at once to win my March Madness bracket. Joining me in the echo chamber is former White House press secretary who throws herself down a flight of stairs when Biden stumbles just to divert attention, Jordan Pulse. Hello. Former 
DMC chair who would happily accept fascism if it meant her neighbors couldn't install an above-ground pool, Charlotte Fitzgerald. Good evening. And the Lincoln Project senior advisor and only human with non-opposable thumbs, Troy Lawson. Hi, Kylie. Top story, y'all. Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the Manhattan District Attorney's Office has conducted an operation to indict Donald J. for jumpsuit he will soon be wearing, Trump, the leader of Al Cheeto. Let's bring in our esteemed guest, actor and comedian, Adam Pally. Welcome to the show, Adam. Thank you so much for having me. Literally my pleasure. Now, Adam, obviously Donald Trump has been the best thing to ever happen to comedy. And after his indictment, comedy will go away forever. Any parting words for jokes in general? Um, no, I, that's, it's, I, I didn't know that that was happening. Um, yeah. But I, I have to make some arrangements, I guess, to shift over to dramatic work. Does everyone in Austin, Texas know that that's happening? Um, yeah, they have all been notified and there will be a memorial service next week. So get your slideshow in order. Okay, good. Justice is finally served. And I can't wait to go to all the graves of the million COVID dead and whisper to their headstones, rest easy. They kind of got him. Trump's punishment should at least be worse than Michael Cohen's. But how do you top being sentenced to house arrest with Michael Cohen? Ugh, I was just about to say that, but I'm so glad you got a chance to shine when tuning out the news returns more with adam pally after the break kylie weaver grills adam pally about the controversial choices he has made throughout his acting career stick around wall sword dump my owner Welcome back. Adam, you've starred in so many amazing projects. Happy Endings, the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, the Mindy Project, which is basically my life story, by the way. And now the new movie, Who Invited Charlie, available to stream now. Let me just start by saying I'm on your team. So help me understand why you chose to star in Who Invited Charlie instead of Women Talking. Um, I uh, was not... Uh, it's a great question, and I ask my agents that a lot. Uh, the I'm not really uh, women talking is pretty like high profile stuff, and I'm you know I think if I were to be in that movie, it'd be probably more of a supporting role at this point in my career. And is it also your agent's fault that you did not star in the 1985 movie The Color Purple? I think my headset has gone out. I don't. Uh... Uh, Jordan. Y yes, I'm still here. Oh, I got you, Charlotte. Yeah, how are you, Adam? I'm getting Charlotte clear as a clear as a whistle. Troy, how you doing over there? Hey, okay, buddy. Thanks for checking. God, something is going on here. <laughs> okay, well then, what's your excuse for not appearing in the documentary Navalny about the poisoning of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny? Or should we just go ahead and assume you're pro-Putin? I I heard that question loud and clear. And uh, no, I'm 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 not I'm not pro Putin. Um, uh, I am 
pro the Russian people, though. Honestly, I have to say, good for your agent for sticking with you despite all this controversy. And let me just say, you could redeem yourself if you considered starring in a little movie I wrote called The Sisterhood Promise, about 14 generations of women grappling with love and loss. It's dramatic, but it's also funny, but it's also action-y, and it's not one of those cookie-cutter movies with a coherent plot. So, Adam, <laughs> do you want to be in my movie? That sounds great, and yes, 100%. I, I, as you said before, I, I def- desperately need work, and um, that sounds like a juicy role. Honestly, thank you so much. That is so amazing, and what a great backup plan if Paul Rudd passes. Oh, he will. Okay, I actually just got really shy, so let's wrap it there. Thank you to my guest, Adam Pally. Thank you, Adam. Now you say you're welcome. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done here. It was not that good. It was not that fun. Until next week, this has been Tuning Out the News, the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Watch Stephen Colbert Presents Tuning Out the News on Comedy Central, Wednesdays after The Daily Show. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.